0: And welcome to Simon Field. I'm Chris Conley and the Evergreens are on the air. Now the Evergreens have struggled with the bats, haven't looked so good in the field, and no day like today to turn that around. Getting ready for D.C. Everest and Walsall West. West 4-3, to three come from behind winners yesterday. And despite Everest not playing all that well, the Evergreens still got within a run and the game ended with a tying run on the bases. The Evergreens just couldn't find... That game-tying hit. Here's the batting order for the visiting Walsall West Warriors. Ethan Graham will catch and will bat first. Jacob Hammond will play second base, second. Jesse Ostis is the shortstop. He'll bat third. Left fielder Dylan Debrant is batting fourth. In uh, center field, Nate Wallert hits fifth. Bryce Hiles, the first baseman, he'll bat sixth. Jackson Smith-Peter will be the designated hitter, hitting for the third baseman, Ethan Olke. Smith-Peter for Olke, batting seventh. Lucas Hager's in right field, he'll bat 8th. And Brennan Fickham is the pitcher, he'll bat ninth For the visiting Warriors, 4-3 to three winners yesterday, Graham, Haman, Osnes, Gibralt, Wallert, Heil, Smith, Peter, Hager, and Fickham. Evergreen shuffle their batting order, trying to get more offense. Second baseman Kyler Sopi will still lead off. Catcher Nick Cotter will hit second today. Preston Miller in center field moves into the number three spot. Brock Babish pitches today, and he'll bat fourth. Wyatt Miles moves back to the number five spot. He'll play third base. Nate Langman is in left field, batting sixth. Noah Chmielewski goes into the starting lineup, first base, batting seventh. Hayden Davidowski bats right in right field, and he'll bat eighth. And Chris Wiesman, the shortstop, bats ninth. For the home evergreen, Soppy, Cotter, Miller, Babish, Miles, Langman, Shimbaluski, Davidowski, and Wiesman. Teams are on the field, let's go out to field level for our national anthem. Ladies and gentlemen, please rise, remove your cap, and join in the singing of the Star-Spangled Banner. As our umpires remove their hats for the National Anthem, they're all gray like me. (laughs) One of them has about as much hair, too. A little bit of wind blowing out. It's cloudy and cool. Every baseball game has been cool so far this year, right? Here's our last game for the month of April, and we've yet to have that kind of warm spring day. Brock Babish goes for the Evergreens, thinking that the Evergreens may have a pitching edge here. Brennan Fickum is an underclassman for Warsaw West. Let's see, I believe Fickham may be a junior. Let's see, yeah, he's a sophomore. So the Evergreens, let's see as we get into number two pitchers. The loss yesterday brought the Evergreens to 3-3 three and three for the year. And most importantly, their first loss in Valley Conference play. Wausau West, three conference games and three wins. They swept Marshfield and came from behind to beat the Evergreens 4-3 to three yesterday. So the Evergreens got to get this one back at home. Let's see if they can get the bats going. Here's the defense behind righty senior Brock Babish. Nate Langman starts in left field. Preston Miller is in center. Hayden Davidowski is in right. The infield is Wyatt Miles at third base. Chris Wiesman's at shortstop. Kyler Sapi is the second baseman, and Noah Schmielewski starts at first base. Senior to senior for the Everest Battery today, Nick Cotter catching, and Brock Babish completing his warm-up tosses. Little bit of a wind, it's blowing out to right. We'll start under cloudy skies, and we're in the upper 40s, 48 degrees as we get ready for first pitch. Evergreens wear their black uniforms with white pants and green numerals. Walsall West wears the white pinstripes, which I think is their best look. West has yellow tops with royal blue lettering. Haven't seen those in a while. And they have royal blue jerseys with the gold or yellow trim. Not sure how I feel about that look. And then for a while, there was a time that, like every team, had the old Houston Astros jerseys. The, the vertical, multicolored stripes, Walsall West had those, but they haven't used them in recent years. Not only should those have been retired, they should have been burned. My goodness. We just turned the lights on, Simon Field, on a cloudy gray afternoon. Ethan Graham ready to lead off and get us started against Brock Babish. First pitch, coming home, and popped up. Babbish off the mound towards the third baseline, and he's got it. There's the first out, Brock Babish. Not sure if Ethan Graham checked his swing on that, or if he was trying to lay down a bunt and popped it up. Kind of butcher-boyed that. And Brock Babish, who fields the position well, off the mound and was able to make the catch for the first out. That ball didn't have a lot of hang time. Jacob Hamman, left-handed batter, to take his turn. Strike one. Babish is right on the inside corner. The Evergreens kind of wasted a good pitching effort from Nate Langman yesterday. I thought Nate was maybe a little better against Warsaw East in his first start than he was against West. That's down low. But the Evergreens defense just made so many errors. I mean, you can't ask your pitcher throughout the game to go and get four and five outs an inning. The, the game just doesn't work that way. And the Evergreens defense had was like Swiss cheese. Swing and a pop-up foul. One ball and two strikes here to Jacob Hammond. And that said, Walsall West deserved to win. They were the better team yesterday. West put together the one big inning in the ball game. that fifth inning, that kind of sunk things for the Evergreens. Babish overthrows there 2-2. Two and two. I mean, Walsall West got their two runs on two big hits, a gap double to left center field, and then a gap triple to right center field. And the Evergreens just weren't able to get the bats going either. So poor defense, didn't hit all that much. And uh, there you go, 4-3 losers. Still came down to a seventh-inning run where the Evergreens couldn't get a timely hit. Babbage misses inside, and now the count's gone full to Jacob Hammon. Payoff pitch coming, and he aimed it a little. It's down low. Hammond has a walk and a first base runner for the Warriors. Jesse Osnes. Jesse Osnes, Osnes was on in relief. Got the final five outs of that game. And again, they made him sweat a little bit in the seventh inning. Thank you again so much. You're welcome. One out, man on first. Babish comes home to Austin. bounced off the plate. A lot of spin on that ball, and it rolls up the first baseline foul. The Evergreens were talking about trying to get one of their games from earlier in the year rescheduled for tomorrow. We understand that that's a no-go. So the Evergreens will have a rare Friday and Saturday off. Saturday is prom night. Should I share the hockey story from Wisconsin Rapids about winter ball? Ground ball through the hole on the right side. It's out of the reach of second baseman Tyler Sapi, And a walk and a hit puts men on first and second for Walsall West. A couple of years ago, we had a rescheduled hockey game over at Wisconsin Rapids. The the earlier game was either snowed or iced out, so we were rescheduled for a Saturday, and that was their winter dance night. And there were several of the Rapids hockey players' dates who showed up at the rink waiting for their dates to finish up hockey, and we went into overtime. And you could tell the girls who are there, they're they're in their, their formal wear and what have you, and were not happy at all that there was extra hockey to be played. Rapids wound up winning that in overtime. And you could hear some of the girls told that they, the, the, uh, the boy dates were given their instructions to get changed fast, because we're running late. As Dylan DeBrat fouls off the first pitch, right off the West dugout. And a ball and a strike here. So yes, when possible, you try not to schedule sports on formal dance nights. And the Evergreens have done that, so no baseball on Saturday. And we are indeed aware that there are some of these Everest ball players that do indeed have dates on Saturday night. First and second with one out here on the top of the first. So West has an opportunity to play from in front this afternoon. Pickoff, throw to second, thrown into the outfield. and well, it's, it's a balk. A balk on Brock Babish. Babish's throw was wild, but instead both runners will move up on the balk. Babish may have lifted that back shoulder as if he was coming home. The infield umpire called balk immediately. So now two in scoring position for DeBrot who's waiting on a 1-1 pitch. The Evergreens play the infield in. And you know what, this strategy infield in early is probably shaped by the Evergreens just not scoring a lot of runs. Breaking ball looked pretty good. It's judged to be up high. Two balls and a strike. Hitter's spot here for DeBrot. Again, you know, if, if the Evergreens were scoring runs free and easy, if they're averaging six, seven, eight runs a game, I don't think you play the infield in here. But when you're not hitting, there's a strike on the outside corner, two and two. Yeah, with one out, Brock Babish could really help himself with a strikeout here. Then you can play the infield back with two outs. There's only one out now. And DeBrat's a dangerous bat for the Warriors. 2-2 two, two pitch, swing and a miss. Got him. And there is the strikeout that the Evergreens needed in that spot. Babish now has a chance to get out of this if he can retire Nate Wallert. Wallert had one of the big hits in Walsall West's win yesterday. Now if the Warriors get a win here, they're off to a 4-0 start in Valley Conference play. And overall, the Warriors would get back to 500 on the season. First pitch here, first ball swinging and fouls it off. Almost hit him in the foot. Fouled off straight into the right-handed side batter's box. 0-1. Evergreens next week have a busy week. They're back in action on Monday. That's a make-up game against Smash. Nate Langman should be available to pitch that. There is strike two. Yes, sir. No balls and two strikes. Our home plate umpire, just like he should be, gathers himself and then calls ball or strike. Gives a moment to process. Makes the right call there. 0-2. Chance to get out of this with two outs. And strike three. Called to bring the inning to an end. Warsaw West gets a walk, a hit, moves him up on a balk and leaves two in scoring position. The Warriors do not score. Evergreen's are coming up for the bottom of the 1st when we come right back on 93-9 the game and everythingevergreens.com Welcome back to Simon Field. Sophomore Brennan Fickham, he's got pretty good velocity. And he kind of slings that ball, too, like he holds it just behind his shoulder and then slings toward home plate. That's a pretty lively fastball, so I can see why the sophomore is a starting pitcher here. And again, because he's an underclassman, this will be the first time the Evergreens have seen him. Let's set the Warriors' defense behind the sophomore righty, Brennan Fickham. That's Dylan DeBrant who struck out with the two in scoring position in left field. Nate Wallard is in center, and Lucas Hager is in right. Ethan Ulke, starting pitcher who worked five at a third yesterday, plays third base today. Jesse Osnis, who came on in relief, is the shortstop. Jacob Hammond is at second base. Bryce Hiles, the first baseman. Senior catcher Ethan Graham is managing the... Sophomore pitcher Brennan Fickham, who's completing his warm-up tosses right now. Yeah, I mean, here's a kid with a lively fastball. Let's see how he fares at the varsity level, and let's see what his control is like. Yeah, I mean, it's a big stage for an underclassman pitcher. And the righty's not a particularly tall kid either. Here's Kyler Soppy to get us off. Evergreens had only four hits yesterday. Soppy had one of them. For the season, he is 6 of 18. Soppy three thirty-three. Those six hits for Kyler now ties Brock Babish for the lead. Home plate umpire, you know, Walsall West's entire infield gathered up around Brendan Fickham, and the home plate umpire walked out almost immediately to break that up. On you know, kind of a cooler afternoon, you want to keep things moving. Yes, sir. So West did not score in their half of the first. Let's see what the Evergreens can do. Soppy righty to righty coming home inside ball one. Yeah, I think I'd take a few pitches. Make the underclassman throw me a strike. That's up high. In fact, high above the shoulders. Two balls and no strikes. So again, Fickham, he's throwing fast. Let's see him throw a strike. Two balls, no strikes, and he's a fast worker too. This is a line drive, it's well hit, left field, going back, going back, going back. It's up against the wall. Fair by a couple of yards, a double for Soppy. Will he try more? No, the stop sign goes up, and that's played right. A leadoff double for Kyler Soppy. So there we go, the Evergreens have the leadoff runner aboard and have him in scoring position too. That's the start we're looking for. Here comes Nick Cotter. You know, and someone's got a low batting average, we'll just say it quickly. Cotter, 133. But he's had a lot of line drives come off his bat. So Cotter here, RBI spot. First ball swing, ground to the third. It's bobbled. Ball goes into foul territory. Runner's going to dive in safely to third, and everybody's safe. Off the glove of third baseman Ethan Elke. That's an error. Kyler Soppy wasn't sure for a moment if that had gone far enough away from the third baseman to scamper into third. It did, even though he belly flopped safely into the bag. First and third with nobody out. Here's Preston Miller. Miller had been in the number nine spot, but you know what? Miller has been one of the few evergreens who's been hitting in the last couple of games, so he moves up. First and third, and the pitch is down low. So Brennan Fickham, high velocity, but in a little bit of trouble and still looking for the first out here in the first inning. Runners at first and third. You know the Evergreens love the double steal here. And here's a ball that's fly ball to center. Going to be deep enough to get the run in. Center fielder catches, runner at third tags, and the Evergreens will have a 1-0 lead. To sacrifice fly for Preston Miller to the center fielder Nate Wallert. Preston gets an RBI, and today the Evergreens will play from in front. They're leading 1-0. Evergreens opt for a courtesy runner now. Elijah Schmidt comes out to courtesy run at first base. So the runner from third scores. The runner from first did not advance. And Brock Babish to hit with one out and one on. And more importantly, a 1-0 lead. Because of the error in the infield, the run is unearned. And boy, yesterday's game was shaped by unearned runs, too. Babish has six hits. Soppy got his seventh earlier in the game to take over the lead. And the first pitch is down low. That's ball one to Brock Babish. Got a moment here. What happens? Home plate umpires just called time, and he's going out to talk to the pitcher. What's this about? Home plate umpire also checked something with the infield umpire. And it looks like we're ready to go here. Not sure what that's all about. You know what? They just called a ball. You know what? They called a ball because he went to his mouth there. That's what that's about. Yeah, the pitcher went to his mouth while he was on the mound. And a ball was called. In fact, you know what? It was the Evergreens dugout that was chirping about that. Throw over to first, and the count now is two balls and no strikes. And that's down low, 3-0 and oh now. I don't know, it's a cold enough day. Maybe I'd give a little leeway on the can we blow on our hands and what have you. 3-0 and oh to Babish. Elijah Schmidt's on first, that pitch is down low, and it gets past the catcher. It's ball four for a walk, and Elijah Schmidt, the courtesy runner, is not going to advance beyond second. First and second, and now we're going to have a visit to the mound. You know what? I, I wonder because I think Walsall West is probably a little pitching thin once you get past Brennan Fickham. And I mean, he's only got one out, and he's got runners at first and second. While we have this conference on the mound, we'll have a courtesy runner here. Mystery number 45. Oh, that's Mitch Danielski. Yeah, Mitch wears two different numbers. When the Evergreens have the green, Mitch is 25. When the Evergreens wear the blacks, which they're wearing today, he's 45. So out he comes. Here's Wyatt Miles ready to hit for the Evergreens. Talk a little about Wyatt's pitching from yesterday, because when he came on in relief in the fifth inning, that wasn't so good. He gave up the two runs. One of the runs that came in was via walk. Pitch here is an inside corner strike to the left handed batting Wyatt Miles. But to his credit, Wyatt Miles buckled down and pitched very well in the sixth and seventh. Got five strikeouts. Five of the next six outs via strikeout. Swings there at a pitch that was above the letters and fouls it back. No balls and two strikes. Yeah, when the pitcher's having trouble getting strikes and getting out, you don't want to help him. And Wyatt Miles helped Brennan Fickham there. 0 2. See if we can shorten up and make some contact. Curveball, outside corner called, strike three. There's the second out. Left fielder, number 33, Nate Langdon. Now, the Evergreens have one run in, but it sure feels like they should get a little more out of this first inning. A lot of traffic on the bases here. Two outs, Nate Langman hits with runners at first and second. It's down low, ball one. Nate Langman, as a freshman, was almost always DH'd for. Nate Langman hits for himself in his sophomore year. He's four for 15. And that's a pretty good cut, but fouled back. One ball and one strike. So if Thickham can get the out here and gets out of this inning just down one nothing, would almost feel like a moral victory for Walsall West. 1-1 off speed. Inside. That was close. Two balls and a strike. That is called a balk. (laughs) Wow. So I guess the balk is going to be a popular call today, as now there are runners that move up from first and second to second and third. So a hit to the outfield could bring in two more runs. Coming home, strike two. One ball and two strikes. Picture comes set. Fickham trying to work out of this curveball, and Langman swings through it for strike three. The inning comes to an end. Kyler Sopi had the double and came around to score the Evergreens' run on Preston Miller's sacrifice fly. The Evergreens leave two in scoring position, but they do have the early lead. It's one nothing as we go to the second on 93-9 The Game. And we'd like to announce the winners of our cash raffle. Uh, this is the third place in the cash raffle. They'll each receive $100. Here are the winners A. B. of Hatley, Chris Wiesman of Weston, Sarah Matke of Hatley, Nikki Olson of Evansville, and Matt McDonald of Wausau. All right, in between innings, you heard the winners of our team raffle being announced. Brock Babish is back on the mound for the Evergreens as we move to the top of the second. He'll face 6, 7, and 8 in the Wausau West batting order. Again, the Evergreens only two games this week, these two against Walsall West. Again, who, whoever decided not to play on Tuesday when temperatures were in the 30s and hold off until Wednesday, That's my favorite decision of the week. (laughs) And even by the end of yesterday's game over at West, it was cold. We call those games from outside. So there I am in the bleachers. That was chilly. Bryce Heil to lead off against Brock Babish. Coming home, ground ball to third. Well, it's Wiesman deep in the hole at shortstop. This is a big, long throw. Safe. Yeah, that's the right call. Wiesman from the backhand side tried to get that across the diamond in time. It is an infield hit for Bryce Heil to start the second inning. Jackson Smith Peter, DHing for the second game in a row, will take his turn at bat. He's DHing here for the third baseman, Ethan Ulke. So, in each one of the frames so far, Everybody's had base runners aboard. Not sure about Heil's speed at first, looking to bunt the runner over, pulled the bat back at ball one, down low. So, I mean, Walsall West thinks that they might play some small ball here, too. I mean, what does that tell you? West only had three hits. They won the game yesterday and had only three hits, so they haven't been hitting all that. Well, bounce back to the pitcher, there's a successful sacrifice bunt. Brock Babish throws over to Noah Shimoluski to complete the sacrifice, and West moves the runner over to second base. Here is Lucas Hager. It's been just unusual to see that sacrifice, I think, when you're at the bottom part of your batting order. So you're betting that your 8 or 9 hitter will come through and deliver that run. Hager ready to bat here. First pitch from Babish, strike one. Now, Warsaw West would love somehow to get that runner from second over to third. Chances of scoring that run go up exponentially here. So, watch out. Stolen base. Passed ball. Wild pitch. Swing and a miss there. Big lead at second. Runner retreats. No balls and two strikes. Balk. Again, we've already seen two of them called. And here we are at the top of the second inning. Strikeout would help Brock Babish in this spot. The pitchers in the driver's seat, 0-2. Checks that runner at second. Babish is coming home. Bounced off the plate to first. Fielded by Shmulewski, who steps on the bag. The runner does advance to third, but the Evergreens just got the second out of the inning. Now it's up to the pitcher, Noah Fickham, to try and drive that run in. Two outs now, and this is the number nine spot in the batting order. I'm not sure that... Noah's probably a little light with the bat. He was DH'd for when he was playing third base yesterday. So Noah played, but did not get a chance to hit. First pitch to him is outside. Again, Brock Babish, got to know where he is in the batting order. Got to go after this, the opposing pitcher, the number nine hitter. Don't want to give up a free pass or a hit and then have to face the top of the West batting order. 1-0, outside, two balls and no strikes. West trails 1-0. They have a runner at third with two outs as we play the top of the second. Babbage taking a long time looking in at Nick Cotter. Set, home. That was close, but a little inside. Three balls and no strikes. I mean, it's another cold day. A little bit of a wind today. Tough conditions to pitch in. pitch, and there's taking all the way, and there's the automatic strike, 3-1. I wonder if Fickham is told to take again to try and get to the top of the order. Now he's swinging, and swings and misses. So Brock Babbage has battled back to 3-2. West left two in scoring position in the first inning, in danger of stranding a runner here at third. Coming home, fly ball, high and shallow. Center fielder calling and catching. Preston Miller brings the inning to an end. West has now left three in scoring position, and the Evergreens have a 1-0 lead as we go to the bottom of the second when we come right back on ninety-three-nine, The Game and EverythingEvergreens.com. Welcome back to Simon Field. Sweatshirts, hoodies, the order of the day. I'm Chris Conley, and in between innings, as the Warsaw West coach is coming out of the third base coach's box, pretty long chat with the home plate umpire about what Brock Babish may have been doing. I mean, we've seen two box called in the game, and Walsall West pitcher had a ball called for going to his mouth. And I think the conversation was about, you know, what is Brock Babish doing in between pitches? Evergreens will send 7, 8, and 9 in their batting order up here, leading 1-0. Evergreens started the game off just the way you'd want to. A Kyler Soppy double. Advanced to third on a balk. Then came home on a sacrifice fly from Preston Miller. Just again, every run that the Evergreens score so far this year, I mean, just, you know, the, the offense hasn't gotten going yet. So, I mean, getting run, to, it feels like, you know, pulling a, pushing a big rock up a steep hill. I mean, at some point in the season, you just think that the offense will come a little bit easier. The Evergreens are just not there yet. Noah Shmielewski is inserted into the Everest batting order here. Noah is just 0-for-1 on the season. It's a left-handed bat. And again, the Evergreens put him in at first base, trying to get a little something more going. New face, new stick in the batting order. When the first pitch is down low. It hit him. Hit him inside. So the Evergreens in both the first and now the second inning have the leadoff man aboard. Right fielder. Number 20. Hayden Davidowski. Shibelewski's a junior, so we'll see him next year. Another lefty coming up here. Here's Hayden Davidowski. Do the Evergreens play small here, leading 1-0? Davidowski is looking to bunt and bunts it back to the screen, strike one. You know what, too, over the weekend, we played those two games Saturday in Waupon. I got to see the Evergreens take their batting practice. Spent a lot of time in the cage because they had a lot of time between games. The Evergreens in the cage look like they're hitting the ball well. Just hasn't transferred over to the field yet. 0-1 to Davidowski. He's looking to bunt again. Pulls the bat back at a pitch that's outside. One ball and one strike. Thickham had to face six batters in the first inning. Pretty high pitch count, too. Get through inning number one. Throw over to first. Shmulewski dives back safely. one nothing Everest. And looking for more as we play the bottom of the second inning. pitch, hitting this one, and it's in the wind, too, to right field. Right fielder's going back, doesn't have a beat on it, it's over his head. This is going to be a long single. Evergreen's trying to stretch that runner to third, and he should be safe. That was off the bag, he is safe. And they're going to say... Runner interference, my goodness. We have had more unusual plays here in this game. They're going to say that the shortstop interfered with the runner. I think he was safe anyway, but the infield umpire held up his hands immediately. The infield umpire had that call before there was a play at third base. Hayden Davidowski chugs into second base, and Noah Shmoluski is safe at third. Yeah, you know what? The umpire didn't make a call safe or out at third base because he had his hands up before the ball was even there. So the umpire had that call before, before there was even a play over there at third. So shortstop interference on the long double that was kind of windblown and went over the head of right fielder Lucas Hager. And the Evergreens have runners at second and third again with nobody out. Here's Chris Wiesman. Chris is due for a big hit. He's only three for 16, but we saw Wiesman hit at the varsity level last year. Takes, strike one. And what I'm looking for here, runners at second and third, just put the ball in play. A lot of ways to get a run across in this situation without getting a hit. Ground ball to the right side. They're playing the infield back. That almost knocked Wiesman down. He spins out of the batter's box, one and one. Yeah, the evergreen should be playing for contact. And Walsall West plays only the left side of the infield in. Shortstop and third baseman are in. First baseman and second baseman are back. Weisman takes inside. Two balls and a strike. Chris is a little more patient in this spot. was doing a lot of first ball swinging yesterday in his at-bats. Righty to righty. Two, one pitch. Checked his swing. Called a strike. I think that was judged a strike without swinging at it. Two balls and two strikes here. While we said we're playing for contact, the thing that would make this an unproductive at-bat is the strikeout. So Wiesman's got to put bat on ball in this plot, and that is outside, 3-2. and Fickham's got that lively fastball, but has not been able to spot it. A walk here loads the bases. Nobody out. 3-2 3-2 pitch with runners at second and third. Ground ball, this will get a run home. It's bobbled by the shortstop, and everybody's safe. The runner at third was playing on contact, but that's got to be an error on the shortstop, because it would have gotten an out if he threw over to first base, and the Evergreens get another run in, and there's still nobody out. It is Wes' second error of the ballgame. Second baseman, Tyler Sapi. The trail runner also advances to third base. So there are runners now at the corners. One run in and nobody out for Kyler Sapi, who smacked a well-hit double. Throw over to first, runners back. And I don't like the throw over to first here with all that foul ground at Simon Field. Wild throw, costs you another run. Soppy, fly ball to center. Center fielder's got a beat on it. Caught. Runner at third will tag and will score easily. That's a sacrifice fly, and the Evergreens get another run in. So Soppy's got himself a double, and now a sacrifice that scores a run. 3-0 Everest, and that's only the first out. Evergreen's got to be thinking more in this spot. Cotter reached on an error. He'll bat now. Runner at first and one out. 3 nothing Everest. Set, coming home. First pitch is a strike just above the knees to Nick Cotter. That's Chris Wiesman at first. Evergreen's three runs and two hits. They've also benefited from two. Walsall West errors. Runners going here and foul ball. Evergreen's had the hit and run on. I mean, that's a way to get your batter going, too. And Nick Cotter's made a lot of contact over the season. just doesn't have a lot of hits yet. So you're asking him to put the bat on the ball and try and move that runner. He's down on the count now. No balls and two strikes. 0-2 pitch. Popped up. Foul ground. This is going to stay in play. Maybe a play for the first baseman going back and makes the catch kind of over the shoulder. That's a nice catch for Bryce Heil. Gets the second out in foul ground. What wind there point? is was kind of blowing yeah. that ball yeah. away from Heil. Was able to stay with it. There's the second out. Here's Preston Miller. Miller with a sacrifice fly brought in the run in the first oh, inning. Boy. Hits here with a runner at first and yeah. two down. Two more runs in for the Evergreens in this spot. Coming home to Miller inside, ball one. Testament. Again, Brennan Fickham, a couple of errors committed behind him. A little trouble finding the strike zone. He's up high here, two balls and no strikes. I mean, this is West's pitcher for the future. I mean, next season, Brennan's going to be a junior. He'd be the best pitcher that's not going to graduate for the Warriors, right? Got a strike there on the outside corner, two and one. If the inning continues, Brock Babish will hit for himself. Two balls, one strike. Took something off there, big swing and a miss, and off comes Preston Miller's batting helmet. Reveals the flowing golden locks, 2-2. and Miller's a junior, so he'll be back next season for the Evergreens as well. Waiting on a 2-2 pitch with two outs. And that is, that's close, just low. That's a tough one to take. Three balls and two strikes. So Miller lives dangerously at the plate, and we'll get to see one more pitch. Again, the Evergreens would love another hit here. Just want a game where the bats kind of break out. Runner's going. Put in play to third. Third baseman has it go by him. Goes into left field. Evergreens are going to move that runner all the way over to third base. That was a hard hit ball, but it was just one step to Ethan Olke's right. And scored an error. Yeah, that's the right. Uh, I agree with that. Brock Bambish will hit. Brock Bambish. I mean, Elke, that would have been a tough play because it was on his backhand side, so he would have had to throw all the way across the diamond, but it did go off his glove, so error is the right call. That is Warsaw West's third error of the ballgame, and here we are in the third inning. Brock Babish to hit now with runners at first and third. Brock can get himself another run if he can hit safely. He swings and misses. Big cut. It seems like Babish had the six hits that are on his score sheet early in the season, that he's cooled off a little since then. No time like this spot to get it going again. 0-1, curve inside, 1-1. One and one. Wyatt Miles awaits on deck if Brock can keep us going. That's Preston Miller at first, and it's Chris Wiesman who's there at third. Pitches way outside, two balls and a strike. Yeah, so both of these teams have struggled with their defense. West had three errors yesterday. Three more here, and we're only in the second inning. Babish waits on a 2-1 pitch. Runner's going. Double steal is on, and West does not even throw down. So the runner at first advances. No throw. Three balls and one strike. For Brock Babish. A hit to the outfield really breaks this thing open early. Could bring in two runs in this spot. Already leading 3-0. 3-1. So this is a hitter's pitch coming here and it's down low. Walked him. Bases are full of evergreens. Third baseman. Weisman at third. Miller at second. And now a courtesy runner for Brock Babish. Second time that Mitch Danielski will come out. And now they're going to huddle up again. And Walsall West may be making a pitching change here. Is this the end of the line for Fickham? Yes, the baseball is taken away from him. Pitching change for Walsall West. I mean, this is a bases loaded spot where the Evergreens could kind of blow this game apart here. Jesse Osnes, who pitched in relief yesterday, comes on to pitch here. So Osnes, the shortstop, comes into the ball game for Walsall West to pitch. Fickham works only one and two thirds innings. When Osnes came into yesterday's game, the Evergreens were trailing four to two. Osnes gave up a run in the seventh inning. And the final out came with the Evergreens having the tying run out at second base. So the Evergreens saw Osnes yesterday and will get a chance to hit against him today. I've always thought that at the high school game, bringing someone in with the bases loaded is really, really tough duty. I mean, you just come in and there's no margin for error. (laughs) I didn't do any of that. I (laughs) either did. Fickham, when he left the ball game, had struck out two, and had walked two. He is responsible for all three of the base runners that are on right now. So Asnes has just completed his warm-up tosses, and here comes Wyatt Miles. Thickham struck out Wyatt when uh, they met in the first inning. And now Wyatt Miles be the first batter that Jesse Osnis faces. Bases full of Evergreens. There are two outs. That's aimed, bounces off the catcher, and does not go far enough away for the runner to advance from third. Ball one. Wyatt Miles had that game-winning hit in the extra-inning ball game against Warsaw East. See if he can sting Warsaw West here. 1-0 curve is in for a strike. Boy, that was the slowest of curves. If you were geared, or if Asna somehow tips that pitch off, you could smack that one into Rothschild. 1-1 one, one pitch, hit up the first baseline, it is foul. Wyatt turned on that, made good contact, but instead it is the second strike. 1-2 to Wyatt Miles. Wyatt on the season is 5-19. of 19. One, two, pitch. Fouled that off. That was a pretty good curveball, and Wyatt gets a piece. He wasted a pretty good pitch there. And Wyatt Miles will see one more. So the Osnes curves came in at different speeds. That had a little more velocity on it. Osnes working quick. One, two, curveball again. Bounce back to the pitcher. Flips over to first, and the inning comes to an end. The Evergreens get two runs in, but leave the bases loaded. They sent eight men to the plate in that second inning. Our new score, going to the top of the third, DC Everest 3, wasall West nothing on 93.9 The Game, and EverythingEvergreens.com.